This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am happy to be joined for the first time in the new year by one of my favorite co-workers, a friend of mine, a fellow Bravo lover. You know her. Please welcome back Taylor Jackson. Hi, uh, you're Hello. so right. This is my first Mention It All in the 2023 year. We're welcoming back all of our, you know, beloved friends of the pod. I'm glad I made it to season two, <laughs> yeah. um, aka 2023. But Dylan had slacked me. I said, hey, babes, uh, I'll be taking this recording from virtually from home. He said, what did you say? You're really in your no office bag for 2023. I said, has anything changed since 2022? Well, you were just saying before we started recording that you're on a little bit of a self-care, maybe a, a Whitney Rose healing journey of your own. Exactly. I'm really channeling my Whitney Rose right now um, because I, I'm on a, a social hiatus. I've had too many social interactions that I just um, don't feel like having. So, Everybody, we all need a little healing sometimes. So, Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk about the Salt Lake season finale, which I know you have a lot of thoughts about what's been going on on the season. <laughs> um, before we get into that, there has been a lot of Bravo news in the last week or so. And while I've talked through some of it with my uh, previous guests on the last couple episodes, I did not get a chance to talk about Catherine Dennis leaving southern charm it is it was rumored at the beginning of this week it is now official um the, but i wanted to go through what was rumored before it was announced and then what Catherine said because they're not oh, quite God. the same so the other day in uh the u.s sun a source said quote i know bravo didn't offer her a contract but when you treat people poorly like she has they finally get sick of it she doesn't show up on time or show up at all during filming a lot she treats people like they're beneath her she can't stand anyone doing better or getting more attention than her So at this point, like when that first came out, it was like, okay, sources say Catherine's contract didn't get renewed, which it's like, okay, I, I probably believe that that's true. Thankfully, it was confirmed like a day later. Bravo posted about it with a quote from Catherine that said, it's safe to say my life changed in ways I could never imagine. It hasn't always been easy, but I'm so lucky to have had reality cameras there, capturing so many moments that I'll never forget. And a few even that I'd like to. I just like as as you read that my head like what was just replaying in my head is all of those awful scenes from season one of her being a nut screaming yelling all of that Mm -hmm. type of right it is it is funny I mean for sure Catherine has had some good moments we've gotten to see her with her kids her kids are fucking adorable but like 
it is funny to think back on these, I think, eight seasons of Southern Charm that she's done. And it's like, wow. I don't know if she looked great for most of it. <laughs> I would say majority, no. I'm just going to go out on, on a limb and say majority of the time wasn't a great look for her. And it is, you know, we, as much as we appreciate the the drama and the the iconic moments over the years i did it's feel time. like watching this most recent season that catherine either wasn't there or when she was there didn't really want to be there and clearly had no real interest in you know building up the new generation of the cast like it just kind of right. felt like she was like almost aging herself out, like in a way, not saying she's old at all, but like she just was like there was no interest there because I was watching this last season as well. And they were even giving her points of drama with like Naomi and, and stuff. Um, and she wasn't really taking the bait as much as I would have liked to seen. Yeah, see. like she would have kind of one one blow up moment or one kind of fight and then would sort of disappear for a few episodes. And she didn't go on either of the trips this past season for which, whatever, if there are reasons you can't be there, that's fine. That's one thing. But like, it makes sense then that your contract doesn't get renewed and I wish her the best, but I, I'm curious to see what direction Southern charm might go in because we've never seen it without Catherine. Right. I think it's going to do a shift, like a younger type of, I don't know, just some some sort of shift there. But I also am wondering, like, what's next for Catherine? Do you think there's going to be a um, some sort of skincare line or is she going to do like um, a little kid like um, oh God. clothing line? Like, what are your predictions? Because, you know, they all have something up their sleeves, some sort of fragrance. I don't know. I, I do wonder. Cooking like- like, does she have money? Like, wh- how I don't is know. how does well, that work? Tom has money, yeah. Does he? And is he giving her money? Like, there's got to be child support in there somewhere. I would love right. to know. I guess we could look up her net worth because you can find that stuff on the internet. But. I don't believe. I feel like Bravo net worth is always really unreliable when you look it up. Because yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> best of luck. Best of luck, Kathy. She can do like <laughs> hair care for redheads. <laughs> Like this, it's a niche. Everyone needs to find their niche. Exactly. No, I think she could do like kids' clothes. That could be cute. She could, wait, I kind of like the idea. You know us. We're always coming up with new ideas for Bravo for free. Um, she could do like the fiery because she's like a fiery person, like the fiery redhead hairline, and it's like all this, like it's like the Olaplex, but for redheads. Sure, I'm <laughs> sure that'll. She'll be the next, uh, the next Burning beauty up. billionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear. Thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the 
the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, well, best of luck to Catherine. Uh, but let's talk. Let's get into Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. The mental <sighs> construct of watching this episode of Jen's last ditch attempt at <laughs> proclaiming her innocence a week after she has been sentenced in federal court to six and a half years in prison. Oh. This whole season has been a little bit of a mindfuck because we knew the whole time that she had right. ended up pleading guilty. But this episode in particular, when she's like crying on the stoop with her mom. Oh, yeah. And her mom is like, when you're proclaimed innocent, because we know that you will be. It's like, oh, so, oh the hard. denial, the denial. Because that's the thing, like for Jen, I have no problem being like, Jen's a, you know, she did it. it. She deserves what she's getting, you right. know, justice for the victims, whatever. But it's like to watch her mom, like, oh, it's no, just she was like literally depressing. Like, I, it, it is depressing. And I was like, oh, they're really going to pull out all the fucking, they're going to pull out all the fucking heartstrings in this episode, which I kind of figured they were going to. But the mom being like, sweetheart, like she was literally, and it was so sad because the mom was convinced. She was like, sweetheart, it's okay because you are innocent. Like you are innocent. And you could see Jen, like she, like in the back, like you could just look at her eyes and in the back of her head, she's like, no, mom, like, I know I'm not like, I know how this is going to turn out low key. Um, but it was like, it's like heartbreaking for the mom, you know, and the family, right. I guess. Well, and when they like stitch together the whole montage of the last like year where she's like, I'm innocent, bitch. Uh-huh. And it's like, <laughs> and then it's like all, all, all the women in the group are like, well, we really want to believe that she's innocent. And her mom is like, you are innocent. And it's like knowing Obviously, this is not like new information, but being reminded once again that this whole time Jen has known that she's guilty and she's taken her mom's like retirement fund and she's, you know, taken advantage of people wanting to be a good friend and all that stuff. Like it just is like, wow, you really have like played so many people. Even her mother, when they said, yeah, when the mom was like, she like emptied all of her accounts for her, I was like, Oh my God. And it's just like, to me, it's like, I think um, Meredith was saying it when they were at lunch, her, Heather, and um, what's his name? The, her husband? Seth. Mark, Seth, Seth, sorry. Mark is Lisa's, right? Yeah. Um, they were like, she was saying like, um, look, if she is guilty, like it's going to come. It's That's a problem with me thinking about like the victims and stuff like that. And it's not even like the victim. It's like her mom, I guess, is low key a victim of like Jen's like fuck up. Do you know what I mean? And her scam. Yeah. Like so many people have gotten wrapped up into 
the this like effort around her that weren't right. part of the original scheme that it's like you know it it reflects badly on coach it reflects badly on her parents like all this stuff it's just like damn I ju- and like in the back of her mind she knew she had you know if you're guilty of something and obviously the whole entire season she's playing that i'm innocent i'm innocent like eric jane like that type of like obviously that type of mentality and then she's playing the victim yada 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 but like to to know in your heart of hearts that you are guilty and to and and to convince your mom i mean that you're innocent like that to me is just so wild like i could never like my mom's my confidant like i would be like yo mom like i'm in trouble like i did you know what i mean like but to mm-hmm. drag her in and just like that creates such mess and i don't know it just does not sit right with me but well if you ask lots her of time to think about that huh if you ask her she basically didn't know the extent of the scheme until she read stewart's <clears throat> like pre-trial statements and she realized that Stuart had been doing this whole thing and she had had he had like roped her into it without her even knowing and Stu is a piece of shit shit i loved that <laughs> and the, video, the the flashback clip of her shoving <laughs> a banana in his mouth well she's eat. like okay honey eat make money make money it's like make money and eat honey it's like, it's like even if we had never seen Stu and Jen together on the show, that would be a far-fetched explanation. And like Heather says, after seeing like him chasing down her errands and making waxing appointments and doing all this shit for her, it's like, wait, 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 wait. This guy that you treated like a servant for you was <laughs> legit the business mastermind that like hoodwinked you into doing this scheme. <laughs> Try again. It's it's a weak, yeah. it's giving weak explanation. And that's basically the argument she tried to make in her sentencing hearing last week, too. She was basically saying, I pled guilty because I heard about the victims and was so horrified to find out that this is what we had done. And I felt so bad. And it's like, no, you pled guilty because you saw the literal Mount Everest of evidence that they had against you and knew that there was no actual way to get out of it like it's it's not some moral like crisis of faith that it's like oh right. i must plead guilty it's like no i'm gonna lose and get a longer prison sentence exactly like she it was right in front of her all the evidence was right in front of her but yeah i mean it, i mean till the end obviously as we saw she was she blamed she's blaming everybody but herself <sighs> well you know six and a half years dylan I saw the thing on page six and it was like a headline. I didn't read the article because I usually never do. I just trust the headlines. Um, And it was like, (laughs) it said like Teresa, like, like Teresa says she can't relate to Jen Shaw's sentencing. I'm like, yes, queen. Teresa was what? How long was she there? She was there for less than a year. Six and a half years. Like, okay, explain this to me, because like I'm not. Is okay. she like? Is she dead ass? Like, gonna be like in a cell with a roommate, treated like every other inmate in the prison? Um, or are we getting treatment like Teresa did? So she's going to. She's uh, likely going to a minimum security federal prison. So I think it'll be. I think it'll be a little more like. Um, Orange is the new black vibes where there's like, it's like bunks, like more of like an open floor plan, maybe. Think camp. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I I think it'll be sort of similar to a Teresa vibe where it's like 
you're in this kind of facility, but you're not like locked in a cell for 18 hours a day. Like it's not, it's not going to be the kind Right, you're not getting like your meal slid under a <laughs> slot in the door. But I mean, she's she's going to prison, and it's, that's so fucking crazy. Six but, and a half years. So she's requesting to go to this specific prison in Texas, which I guess is the minimum security prison that's of closest it's in Texas. Huh? That's closest to Utah, and you know who else is serving their time there? Stop El- who? Elizabeth Holmes. No. <gasps> we need cameras, Bravo. We need cameras. Housewives <laughs> of prison. <laughs> this is great. I have like, a question. Okay. Um, wait, that's funny. You think that you think they'll like their their paths will cross? I mean, there's there's no way to know. I ho- God, I hope so. Imagine I ho- that conversation. So, I hope somebody. I hope somebody in that prison watches Bravo, and, or it just like <laughs> likes mess in general and like sneaks yeah. in a, a like a video camera. <laughs> Or letters, like letters, like writing you letters. There's going to be some leaked voice memo that's just like Jen Shaw screaming at Elizabeth Holmes in prison. (laughs) I like, I need to see that. But I was also wondering, this is my question. um, Can you get like your nails done in prison like that? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Because Jen is like, she's always got that full set. And look, coming from a girl who I actually do all 10 nails on right now. But like, you need that every two weeks. I wonder Um, if that's like a thing. I don't think there's like a nail salon in the prison, but I feel like there is probably some like prison version of doing your nails. Right. Because do you remember they, like in Orange is the New Black when like, um, Lurvain, um, what's Laverne sorry, Cox? Uh, Laverne Cox. And she was like the hairdresser and like, right, whatever, right, right. Like that type of salon treatment. Oh, yeah. No, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like there's a lot of creative stuff happening behind bars and I, <laughs> behind, I was going to say behind closed doors. <laughs> you might as well say bars fit. That was, that was great. So I would imagine that there is like, there, there's not like a literal nail salon, but there probably is like somebody at the prison who like does nails. Right. Right. And you know, you exchange it for like a bag of Doritos or whatever. <laughs> Not the fucking Doritos. Wait, okay, so six and a half years. I'm 27. I will be um, 33 and a half when Jen Shaw is released from prison. That is crazy. I'm hoping that I live in suburbia with two children by that time. I was going to say, like, maybe we'll buy houses by the time. Right. Godspeed, hopefully. But, like, that is so fucking... That's a long-ass time. Like, six and a half years ago, I think I was a... Was I like in, was I a junior in college? Six, 21. Yeah. You were like 20. I couldn't even legally drink. Oh my God. That's crazy. I don't know. When I think about time like that and that, uh, like, that's a lot of fucking time. Yeah. Uh, And there's no, is there's no like leeway there? There are. So there are certain, you can get some reductions on your sentence, but with federal prison, there are a lot, it's a lot less than you would get with like state. Of right. state time so like she will she will be in prison for like from my understanding like at least five years pretty much oh. whoa yeah. wow you think you can start a podcast in prison maybe she should do that with, Eli- <gasps> with Elizabeth Holmes oh my god prison podcast <laughs> okay um you know maybe I'll maybe I'll oh a long con I can <laughs> I wait can- doesn't she have you blocked on everything <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm blocked both on my personal Instagram and on Bravo by Betches. Um, <laughs> maybe oh. I move to Texas, get a job as like a corrections officer or whatever, <laughs> and make sure, like, get myself assigned to the prison block. And then I can go in there. I can like sneak, sneak my phone in or, oh, like Mini Apple Mike. Watch. You can do a voice memo. Right, um, right. And I'll be like, hey, Jen. Or, or hi, prisoner <laughs> inmate Shaw. Um <laughs> prisoner shop <laughs> <laughs> um and i can like get i can like get that project off the ground i love that okay let's let's set this into motion okay so what's next step still you need to quit your job here um yeah. look for one you would need to apply for a correctional f- uh, officer in texas easy you need to get residency in texas oh god it's um, probably like the scary part of like it's probably like rural right. texas mm-hmm. which like, like if you live if you live in rural texas and you're listening to this we think you're doing important work. Right. But like, I don't feel like I would be at home there. Definitely not the demographic over there. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. I'll ruminate on that a little bit and see if that seems realistic. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. 
let's rewind a little bit right. and talk about the first half of this finale, which yes. is dedicated to Heather's book cover reveal party. And first, okay, first of all, the women who are trying to be shady about the fact that the actual book isn't at the party, you knew it wasn't going to be there. That's not what oh, this is. They right. filmed this like nine months ago and the book isn't even out yet. That's right. shut up. Like, yeah, d- 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 don't be rude. Yeah, it wasn't at least. So she was like, if I had a Vita, Vita tequila party, there'd you know, be tequila had, there. It would be like, if I had a Vita party, there was no tequila. <laughs> no, it's not. I it's literally, not. I just got the book in my hands yesterday. Like the, the copies didn't even exist until right. like this it's month. Also, so. It's not a book club. What are we going to sit? We're all going to get our book at the party and start reading page for page. <laughs> no. Um, I love that Angie K has gone into this party deciding that because it is Greek Easter oh my God. in the spirit of Greek Easter and starting anew, she, that means she has to talk to Jen Shaw about yep. it. She I, said, it is my due diligence. Like it is Greek Easter. And this is what I'm being asked to do. I need to talk to Jen today, tonight. Because apparently according to Angie, Jen has been running around Salt Lake city telling people or insinuating perhaps that Angie K <laughs> Is the one who gave Jen or who gave Heather, Heather. the black eye. Meanwhile, Angie K is spreading her own rumor oh, that one. maybe Heather and Jen were getting <clears throat> intimate with each other and that maybe there were Barbie scissor kicks, scissor kicks. happening, <laughs> rumping and bumping, and maybe they had heels on and maybe heels off. That's how Jen, that's how Heather got the black eye from like scissoring with Jen and maybe Jen's foot smacked Heather in the eye. This is truly like Angie K. I'm mixed feelings about her overall, but like you're so angry that Jen is maybe suggesting that you could have had something to do with it. So you think it's better to suggest that Heather and Jen were having some kind of illicit drunken affair happening in San Diego and that's how it happened. It's like, Right. What are you trying to do? <laughs> right, right. Two wrongs don't make a right. Like this, and that's just like so out of pocket. When she said Barbie scissor kicks, like I immediately thought, like I see, I don't even know. I was thinking like a like a Rockettes line of like Barbie scissor kicks, and I like I kind of. And then she was like rumping, humping, and all this jumping, and I'm like, hmm, babe, uh, we're a little far fetched here. Yeah, can it I really- tell you? What the I texted Dylan the other day and I said I've heard some theories I'm sure everyone has about the, this black eye, um, and I saw something um, Danny Murphy and um, Evan, your friend Evan, I, I believe I saw it on TikTok. It came up in my FYP, and they were talking about Heather's eye, and Evan mm-hmm. was saying that um, there was rumor or like there was speculation um, that it could have been from Beauty Lab, and she got an injection, <clears throat> and sometimes injections don't go well and it caused this black eye and like when the producers asked like who are you protecting and she was like myself it's like she's protecting the business because it doesn't want to come across like they don't know what they're doing type of thing and to me that makes a lot of sense because she could have like obviously it popped up on like day two or something of that Mm -hmm. trip but like she could have gotten the injections right before you left and you don't really see like i've gotten just Botox here before I've never gotten filler but like i know that it takes a little bit to like settle in or like you can see effects later down the line um but that to me makes a lot of sense i agree i mean i'm not gonna say like a hundred percent 
on any theory because whatever, I wasn't there, but I did I also heard that theory and it sounds realistic and compared to like the weird <laughs> wishy-washy okay. like what was it Jen? Was it Lisa? Was it Whitney? It's like Was it Jen's boobs? I like, remember that. It doesn't like none of those actually feel like real scenarios. And I know there were a lot of people saying, oh, well, maybe she's protecting Jen because she doesn't want it to like reflect badly for the court or whatever. But it's like that would do nothing to her sentencing. It wasn't gonna be like, oh, here's an extra few months for punching Heather in the eye. Like none of that was gonna happen. And aside from that, it's just like nothing about the events of those two days made me think that that Jen would walk into Heather's room at 5 a.m. and clock her. Like it just right. isn't – it doesn't actually make sense. And so to me, it's like maybe something happened with an injection. Maybe she literally like fell or something. I don't know. But it never – I've never felt like, oh, I think somebody in the cast assaulted her. No. No. And they did try with the editing, I feel like, a lot to, like, make it feel that way. But I also never felt that way either. I never was like, this Andrew rumor doesn't make sense, honestly. This Jen rumor doesn't make sense. I'm like, either Heather was so wasted and fell and doesn't want to admit to it. Or when I saw, I never even thought about the injection thing. But then when I saw them talk about that, I was like, that to me makes the most sense. But Mm -hmm. I guess we'll never know until she writes another book about the black eye. I did like that pretty much every single person at this event had like something they needed to discuss with Jen because we also have Angie Harrington and her husband Chris who have like been dying to talk to Jen and Sharif about this Finsta thing. Um, You know, literally like double, triple texting them being like, hey Jen, just let me know if there's any chance that you would want to sit down. Like Jen, following up on this, like really, really would love to have a chat with you. Like Jen, please. And And it's funny... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then he gets choked up. He's like, he can't even speak. Chris Harrington, I don't know if any man, this is a strong statement, so I'll probably, uh, yes, but like, when has a man looked like more of a fucking clown on a Bravo no. show than this dude who we've basically never seen before? proudly admitting at first earlier this season that he's like, <laughs> yeah, I made this Instagram account, Shaw Exposed, yeah, baby. And then gets rightfully dragged for it and then now in this episode has to be like i just i I want you to know and then sharif is just like so nice he like grabs his hand he's like dude i I accept your apology even though this fucking grown man who number one made a finsta account can't even collect himself to say i'm sorry he's about to be in full-blown tears and i have been recently um there's a correlation here i've just restarted new york um Mm -hmm. from the beginning because it's great i've never honestly done that and my best friend's been doing it whatever angie and chris are giving major alex and simon vibes tell me i am wrong Chris um, is giving like level of Simon vibes because I can't stand him and this man they're just yeah. both irrelevant to me um, but fools they're absolute fools well in the way that Chris clearly like want thought he did something like he wanted to get in there a little bit and then he can't even carry it across the finish line and Angie has to jump in and be like so what he's trying to say is that he's really sorry and also it might have felt like it was personal but it wasn't personal so At we all. just we just want you to know that like even though it felt and appeared very personal, just know that that was never the intention to do something personal. And it's like, the account was called Shaw Exposed. Yeah. 
How? If, how if Sharif, is this not personable? If, if Sharif wants to be the bigger person and say, thank you for the apology, L- man, I appreciate it. Let's shake hands and hug. Good for Sharif. He right. he clearly has had to be the bigger person in a lot of situations. Exactly. But like, Angie, what? Th- no. This is the the suggestion that this was not personal. It just doesn't even make sense in this situation right. because it's like, no, you it, it's personal because it has my literal name on it. And she's like, thank you so much for wanting to talk to us. Jen's honest, honestly like, I've honestly had no choice. You've been harassing me via text message. Like, we're at the same party that obviously I'm coming to. It's Heather's um, book release party, whatever. Um, but they're like, Angie and whatever, and Chris are major, like, give me the, ugh. Very like scammer vibes. Like they're trying to get me to a pyramid scheme type of like, that's how it was coming across. Like even when you said, when she like put her hand on him as he's getting visibly upset, mm-hmm. being like, what he's trying to say. I'm like, this is a grown ass man. This is your husband. Well, and also, you know that you're thirsty for camera time when you're desperate to make up with the woman who is not going to be on next season because she will be in federal prison. Right. Right. It's like, what does Angie Harrington actually have to gain from like, patching things up with Jen. Like she's going to be gone next week. Right. <laughs> Legit next week. But anyway, after Jen, after Jen sits through Angie and Chris's weird apology, um, then Whitney <laughs> approaches her and is like, Hey Jen, I just wanted to talk about it happened in San Diego. Cause I thought that going in San Diego, I thought we were in a good place. And then when we were in San Diego, um, it didn't feel like we were in a good place. And I just was wondering where that was coming from. And Jen's like, I didn't think she's like I wasn't even paying attention to you in San Diego what happened there and then Lisa's like yeah actually I was feeling that energy too I thought you were weird in San Diego and then Angie K is popping up and she's like stop talking about the trip I want to talk about me <laughs> it, I, I was like this like a, pit, a pinball that conversation I'm like Whitney settle down no need for the drama and it felt like like you said everyone was trying to get to say something to Jen because it felt like it was like, this is the last time I'm going to see her. This is my farewell. Like, it's just like, was San Diego good for anybody, though, at the end of the day? I don't think anybody particularly had fun on that trip. I don't no. think there were any, you know, there weren't, no relationship really left San Diego in a different place than where it started. Because, you know, we had Meredith and Lisa getting into it. We had Whitney and Heather getting into it. But it's like, there wasn't any real if that trip hadn't happened, the cast would be in the exact same places. So right. it's, except I guess maybe like Angie Kay and Dana wouldn't be getting invited to the reunion, which, okay, Whatever. good for them. Um, They're thrilled yeah, about that. The only, when Angie Kay is like, shut up about the trip. I want to talk about something else that happened. It's like, okay, I guess I'm not like dying to talk about the trip either, but right. I also don't really care what Aunt Jen was saying about you. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. It um, just felt it felt like a forced um insertion on Whitney's part to even bring it up. Yeah, on Whitney's part and you know, I think just also with both Angies just like so hungry for the camera time in a way that is it just doesn't feel like it's rooted in anything real because when she's like you know, this girl, I thought I was going to be best friends with her and you know, she told me that the the bringing up the the like suicide thing again it just feels like she's bringing like that topic obviously is important and like worth 
having conversations about, but to bring it up in a way that just feels like you're trying to create a moment and you know, it's the finale party and you know, you're trying to make your mark on the cast. I understood why Jen kind of was like, no, fuck this girl. I don't want to do this right now. This, if, if you want to talk to me about some, some personal drama, that's fine. But like, you're not going to like throw in my face that I told that I was honest with you about my mental health. Right. 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 And it's, it just is like such like a, I don't know. It's the thirst. It's just, it comes through so easily. Like from the beginning of the episode with the Barbie scissor kicks, like that was like, what was that? You know what I mean? Like she's, it's the social climbing for me. It's the, she's like, okay, Jen's going out. This is my time. This is my foot in the door. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we got a, we got a choir performance. I love that. Little, Shaw Amazing Grace. Shaw Amazing Grace. I love the cover of the book. I love that her cousins came to support. We love to see that. I wonder if they got in trouble after that um, within their (laughs) community of Mormons. Um, Also, Lisa, um, quiet. Quiet for the finale. Very quiet. Yeah. Lisa wasn't really... I mean, I feel like the only person she really has had much drama with recently has been Meredith and they kind of seem to be content going their separate ways for now. Um, I, it was interesting. So we got, obviously Meredith and Heather went to New York with Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got some scenes with them there, but then I thought it was interesting that after that, Heather and Lisa filmed one more scene right. in Salt Lake after she got back. And, um, you know, Heather and Lisa have not always gotten along. So it was interesting that that was kind of like the last thing that they chose to leave us with. Right. Um, Well, I mean, Heather and Whitney, I don't think they're friends right now as of now. I mean, I guess the reunion, we'll see. We'll see how everything pans out. But like, I'm intrigued for season three just to see what they do without Jen. Not that she carried the show, but I mean... Season four. Season four. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, What they do with that, how they pivot and... Which yeah. Angie, which Angie gets the spot? Well, word on the street is that they are going to be going on pause for a little bit, which is, I think, oh. kind of expected. I mean, I don't think there's really much momentum coming out of this season, especially right. losing Jen. It's like, I would, I'm definitely happy with them taking a few months and sort of figuring out what the new puzzle is going to look like rather than just being like, okay, uh, everybody get back in there. Cause like New York, like when that started to like, yeah, it's been flop. It's been a lot. And these last couple seasons have really been a, not like a slog. Like, it's not like I haven't enjoyed any of them, but just like heavy, there's been a lot of right. intensity and, you know, losing, like Mary skipping the reunion last season and then Jenny getting fired for all those posts and then this mm-hmm. whole saga with Jen. It's just, it's been a lot of, a lot of kind of darkness. And it, it um, has been not too much I, fun. I know. So I, I think maybe if like, if they can film in like six months and kind of have a fresh start, um, Re- a reset, a nice reset. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know what the future of this franchise is going to look like, but like, I, I want to be hopeful about it. Right. Like, do you think it's the end? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's, and I was saying this to you the other day, um, this season felt so quick and now thinking about it, I feel like this entire franchise has been so like quick is how I would describe it. It's just like bum, bum, bum. 
I mean, their their first season premiered in November of 2020. So it really has only been like two two years and a little bit of change that we've known these women at all. And I think they kind of got had a really strong start. And then obviously the Jen stuff became this huge news story beyond just a Housewives Bravo. show. So yeah. um yeah, I think maybe it it'll be healthy for the franchise to kind of like have a breather a little bit and hopefully come back with like a new shiny version. Um Right, exactly. Hopefully. What do you what's like your dream city that or what's like a city that's missing that should have a uh, franchise? Oh, I'm trying to think. Somebody asked me this. Um What about St. Louis? No, uh, no. Andy has That'd said he messy. doesn't. Well, Andy's from St. Louis and he said that he wouldn't want to do it. Um, I think there it could be interesting, but I don't know. I mean, I when I think about that, I'm like, I don't know if we need like more. I don't think fr- so. Franchises. There's been some like whisperings and rumors about New Orleans, maybe, which I mean, I love New Orleans. I went to school there. Um, I think there's it could be really interesting. But I I think I care less about location and more about like a really good cast and like right. a really interesting dynamic. Um Quality so I don't know. quantity, bravo. Yeah, I'm like, if they can find something worthwhile, then I obviously would love to see it. But like, I'm not just like, yay. Like when there was a, there was a rumor last year that it was like, we're getting Nashville, we're getting Scottsdale, we're getting Chicago or whatever. It's like, I don't need them to have like four and more cities. Like I just right. want good, solid content. For your mental health specifically, you don't need oh four more cities. Oh my god, I know. I'm like, okay, like I'm pretty I'm like pretty good with what we have right now. <laughs> if we could just pump the brakes a little bit, thank you. I know. I just caught up on below deck the other day. I didn't I, I can't thought, keep up. I thought the season had just started and then I had like seven episodes to watch. And I'm like, oh, oh there goes my weekend, which like Wait, it was very entertaining. But the um the one with Captain Sandy, it's out. Yeah. What the fuck? I need to start. I can't keep up with Below Deck. There's too many, like, too many iterations. I know. It, it really is tough. I lo- I like Below Deck a lot, but I have, I'm kind of on, like, a rolling basis with it. Like, I'll get, I'll let myself get behind. I'll catch up. Like, if I have a guest or something, obviously, I want to be caught up and, like, know everything What's that's happening? going on. But it's, like, I sometimes, like, you're on your healing journey of, um... <laughs> Of like not leaving the house or whatever. (laughs) Sometimes I have to be on a healing journey of being like four weeks behind on below deck. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's okay, though. It's okay. And then it's an equal and opposite healing journey to take like a lazy Sunday and catch up. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, we all have to heal in our own ways. Exactly. And you're sometimes (laughs) sometimes you need that, though. Okay. The healing journey has come full circle. It really has. What uh, the? <laughs> Sorry, that was my Facebook marketplace. Not the <laughs> Facebook marketplace. Yo, I'm oh trying my to God. sell my couch. If anyone's listening and you want a couch, DM me on Instagram and you can if find you, me at Taylor Jackson 2 ends. Thank if you. you're in Jersey City and want a couch. <laughs> or New York, you can get delivery guys. Whatever. Okay. Okay. But. Um now Taylor, uh now that you've plugged people buying your couch, let them know where they can follow you. <laughs> Uh, well, great. If you need a couch, you can follow me at Taylor, T-A-Y-L-A, Jackson with two N's. Um, make sure you're following Betches. Obviously, you probably are. Um, but yeah, 
so happy to be here in 2023. Hopefully this is not my first appearance in the new year. Not your last appearance. First and only. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Ooh, well, I mean, you're you're coming on here talking about your furniture. <laughs> you're like messing what up did the I day. Do last? I did something last time I was on too. And you're like, okay, stop, Taylor. You sound thirsty. So Okay. Well, um, thank you so much, Taylor. Of course, of course you'll be back. And um, thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Uh, you can follow me at Dylan Hafer. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.